Hey, hey, welcome to Pretty Corrupt Podcast, your inside guide to celebrity scandals and the reality of reality TV. I'm Jordan Ross Myers, the man behind Twitter's notorious Don Gunvalson and Lee Radswell. Along with my co-hosts here, Stacey Noel Connor and Nate Safer, this week we're diving into my visit to Kathy Hilton's house in Bel Air. Also, the bizarre details coming from Kanye's sushi-only cult academy, the dark allegations and our weird DMs from Amanda Bynes' private Twitter, Manjaro, the latest celeb injection for weight loss, and, of course, a PCP exclusive, a sneak peek at Tamara Judge and Heather Dubrow's smackdown on the upcoming season of Real Housewives of Orange County. You guys. Hi. Hello. How's it going? It's great. It's a beautiful. Never been better. It's a beautiful, beautiful day. I mean, Nate is finally out of the bathroom, so that's good. Yes, thank you. I finally got out of the house, so that was good, too. Mm -hmm. True. Just very nice. The weather's Um, amazing. just, just getting back to that real quick. For the, I'm preparing for a colonoscopy. That's the reason she made that crack. Because that just out of context makes no sense at all. I'm fine. I would assume. Thank you, thank you for asking. <laughs> I would have assumed from that, like a coke problem. You know, slipping away to uh, well, the bathroom. Let's leave it at yeah. that. That's probably a little bit more. Um, okay. Fair. It's true. The hard drugs. Yeah, it's the, the cocaine. <laughs> it's the cocaine. A cocaineoscopy. Is yeah, it's like having a cocaineoscopy. Yeah, it's the Charlie Sheen. <laughs> delivered, delivered in briefcases. Yes. Anywho, go on. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! And t- today is well, we're recording on Sunday, which is Easter. And he hath risen. He hath risen indeed. <laughs> my my uh, my friend Shannon was driving us to our friend Brooks for uh, for to, for Easter because he's finally he usually has an Easter like celebration and it's just you know it's a bunch of friends friends and like family and like it's a lot of people and he hasn't had the big one since the the lockdown twenty twenty so this was the return to like the big one she made some croissants and I've never she's made them before but apparently they were like self-rising croissants you like leave them out for like nine to 12 hours for them to rise and then you bake them I don't know I'm not a cook so she put them out but she's like they never rose and I go well they're just mm-hmm. they're just juice-ons then <laughs> like, you know, here we go like it works Jesus yeah because yeah. even like croissant I know it's like, it means crescent, but it has that kind of Christy mm-hmm. beginning in our language, at least. So it works. Exactly. Sure. Why not? Make it work. We'll make it work. Make it work. Yeah. Man. But, but Tuesday, the day that this comes out, I'm going to get astrological on us. It is what they call the luckiest day of the year because mm-hmm. it's when um, the sun and Jupiter, which Jupiter is the luckiest planet, they get together and they like join. So it only happens once a year and every year it happens in a different sign. So this year it's happening in Aries. So if you're in Aries, that's great, but everybody has Aries in their chart. So it just depends on where it is. So um, do something fun. Put yourself out there on Tuesday, the April the 11th. You know, and um, yeah, enjoy yourself. Take a chance on yourself. 
and it should be a good day. Yeah. Can't and if wait. it's not, don't blame me. Blame, blame, uh, blame, blame the, me. The I'll, stars. I'll take it. Whatever. <laughs> you just had a colonoscopy now. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I, I'm, I'm excited to see what Tuesday holds for me. Cause I'm pretty sure the luckiest day of my life already happened this past week. That is true. Oh, what happened? I don't know what happened. <laughs> Did the I go? Amount, the amount of texts that we got, like it was yeah. just whoa, mind-boggling. Okay, you guys, the picture will be up probably when you're listening, uh, for but um, I went to Kathy Hilton's house. Oh I made it in to Kathy Hilton's mansion in Bel Air, the house, the house, the, the house. foyer, the foyer of dreams. Where anytime you guys you go, oh yes, it is. I was so excited, like I, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, you guys, Stacy and Nate, were bombarded with like. Yeah. I mean, it was an event of a lifetime. Photos that probably break some sort of, I don't know if you signed an NDA, probably not, but they break some sort of confidentiality. Very (laughs) stealthy, though. They were very clearly the photos of somebody who was trying to make it look like they were on their phone and not taking photos. I had to document this. I mean, it was like a lifetime in the making. Mm -hmm. I think our very first PCP episode was, no, it was Set in Spelling Manor, but it was, wasn't it? The no, the, fir- the first one ever was recreating like our our ideal Beverly Hills cast. Yeah, and it was sp- it basically centers what? around as as a callback to that first episode. Did you steal anything from her? <laughs> yes. No. Okay. I gave. I gave no. my charm. I gave my. Did no, you, I didn't. Did you put a framed picture of yourself amongst a cast? Okay, here's the thing. This was last minute. Which was hard on me. You have to be prepared. You don't. I've you been, don't carry framed photos of yourself at all times. I've been Keep preparing them in your for this. Always, I've always. been preparing for this moment my whole life, and it was the one day I really kind of dressed a little sloppy. I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I didn't think it was going to happen, and then of course that's the day. Boom! I'm there in the, the promised land. But yeah, it's everything. I was so excited. My main thing was the foyer because. You guys go on her Instagram or anyone's house. Now my Instagram, you're going to see my shameless selfie. Um, <laughs> a PCP's Instagram, but um, also like any celebrity, any party, it's in the foyer, which is the staircase, which is beautiful with the green, like seafoam green wallpaper and the black and white checkered marble floor. It's like really pretty legendary in the celeb the celeb picture selfie game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so uh, that was my first thing. And immediately I got that. Pretty much immediately I got that picture. And then I was able to relax for the rest of the day. Because I was like, okay, I've secured the photo that the photo that has kept me going, <laughs> chasing the hunt. I've been chasing this photo for years. And I got it so I could relax and enjoy it. And it's a beautiful home it's everything you saw in like beverly on the show but very relaxed you feel i don't know if it's me and my own uh personality disorders but you feel right at home 
<laughs> you made comfy. yourself yeah. at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I made myself at home. Very relaxed, very nice. I mean, like it's so fancy and beautiful, but it's made to be like lived in. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, oh, I need to ask for a coaster to put or everyone's like the furniture's really comfortable. It's very it's very homey. It's like a I don't know what you'd call it. Lux casual? I don't know, but it was cool. And I mean the photos around that house are like it's amazing. Like Michael Jackson, you know, just like there are war holes on the wall and all kinds of like it's it's pop culture gold. I mean and I finally yeah. Nice. You were there all for downhill hours, for now. Too. Hours. I was there like all day. Pretty much like from I'd say one like the whole afternoon, like from one to the eve one through the end of the evening. Can you give the listeners a clue as to why you were there? Yeah. Um they want they know how much I appreciate fine jewelry and they just want me to have it all. <laughs> they were like, No Oh, that's generous. Yeah, yeah, no. Um well, it will have aired. It will have already aired when this is airing Monday night. So last night, if you're listening, um, tune in to Entertainment Tonight. Kathy and Kim will be on. So it's Siblings Day. Siblings Day, and they're they're doing a thing on uh, what they're like as sister grandmas now. So it's pretty cool. Sister grandmas. Sister I'm grandma. sure, even though they're proud grandmothers, I'm sure they do not enjoy being called sister grandmas. <laughs> You're like sister nanas or like, you know, sister nannies. That's absolutely a genre on Pornhub. You know it is. Sister grandmas. Yeah. Oh, Oh God. But, um, yeah. So that was cool. My mind just goes, oh. Don't look it it up on a work computer. Not safe for work. (laughs) Who has a work computer anymore, honestly? Skip point. I use my... My iPhone is uh, like I use it for like ninety percent, at least eighty percent of everything I do, professionally, personally. Like it is my world. It's a, it's I only bust out, yeah, I only bust out a computer if I like. At, like right now, I'm on one, but um, yeah, almost everything I, I figured out a way, or there's an app, but yeah. So if you guys see the, if I look a little different, it's just the glow of, um, of Kathy's hospitality. Oh, it's adorable. It's the yeah. Hilton it's halo the, has been bestowed upon mm-hmm. you. You've hit the, your, your apex, your zenith. There's nothing but bad, nothing good's going to happen to you ever again. Well, that scares me too. And then the <laughs> well, you're other the one thing, who said it. <laughs> the other thing about that is, you know how I am. Like I get something I want, and I'm I'm obsessed with something, and then I get it, and I don't stop talking about it for like two days, and then I'm on to the next, yeah. and I'm like, well, what, what the hell is that now? The White House? Like you still haven't gotten well, into well. Spe- granted, spelling manner and over since is gone, but you haven't gotten I, into Candy's condo. Yeah, that's gonna, true. I was going to say your white whale was getting into spelling manner in the Candy spelling era, which right. is no longer possible. So yeah. you'll, you'll be chasing that dragon forever. There you go. And I mean, Hef died. I always wanted to go to the Playboy Mansion in the true Hef Playboy era. So 
The White House would be cool, I guess. When Megan, when Megan Markle's president, as we discussed last week, yeah, that go. would be cool. Yeah, all right, brought it back. Okay, Make it happen. So that's good. Yeah. So I, have, I, have, I have very little left to live for. I guess that's yeah. pretty much what we're. Yeah, that's what that's sorry. what I took from this first ten Pete? minutes. Yeah, you peaked. You peaked. <laughs> I flew. Happy through, Easter. I flew so close to the sun. Yeah. Well. You rose and then you fell. <laughs> yeah. So now that I'm officially in the Hilton family tree, oh, I should have. I don't think. I don't think there's some official document. I'll go on Ancestry.com and just add my <laughs> name to it. You're, you're going to add your name to their family crest, aren't you? Just like yeah. etch it in. Yeah. Okay. I respect. I have a joke about that that I was kicked off Ancestry because I kept adding myself to the Kennedy family tree. <laughs> I feel like you're going to put your initials in the Hilton crest and it's going to be like a highlights. Like, you know, it's like find the, find the whatever on the, in the yeah. picture on the highlights, you know, what we used to look at it with the pediatrician. So it's like, find the JRM. Uh, I should have carved my initials into a tree in the backyard with a heart. Like, but with just my initials, which is weird. Cause it's usually <laughs> like a couple. Yeah. So yeah, that was it. So I'm still I'm still kind of on the come down from it because I mean that was basically my whole life was leading up to that foyer in particular. They could have been like they could have been like you have 45 seconds just in the foyer, get your selfie and leave, and I would have been satisfied. So then once I got the photo, I was like, wait, they haven't kicked me out yet. <laughs> So Until they my... listen to this episode, <laughs> then they're changing the locks. Yeah. It was spectacular, though. Not going to lie. Swanky. Well done. Well done, Kathy. <laughs> there you go. There you go. How do we even transition out of this? segue out either in my life or on the podcast i would say let's go to something a lot less swanky in the valley yeah and not that's even not your the, home yeah <laughs> no yeah it's not even the real valley it's simi valley yeah and um, it's gross valley gross valley kanye Kanye's Academy, Donde, Donda Academy is being sued by former teachers, and it's revealing a lot about what goes inside at that school, and it's really weird. It's worse than we thought, e honestly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it would be funny if it weren't just really sad, because these, these, these kids are going, I mean, going to the school sounds awful. Just, mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it, we've already discussed, it's unaccredited, so you're not even really going to school, yeah. but... The conditions are insane. There's no janitor. They have nope. to clean with acid water and microfiber. I don't even know what acid water is. I mean, are they talking about like cleaning with like pH water, like like uh, uh, like Pantera water or something like that? I, I I was trying to figure that out too because I think the article, which is in the LA Times, I think they put acid water in quotes. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, There's I'm thinking so that, that that they're talking about like because I I knew a guy who had he he had the like pH water thing added to mm -hmm. his I forget what it's called but added to his 
sink. And so there's a water that comes off of it that has like a higher pH level mm-hmm. or, or a lower pH level, which makes it acidic. And so you can use that for cleaning. So that's what I'm thinking that they're talking about is like using that type of water. But and uh, l- like you said, there are no janitors. It's the teachers no. who have to clean. And the kids yep. sit on the ground to eat lunch, to eat their sushi because there aren't any tables. This is an they- unclean floor. This isn't a picnic. Yeah. This is a floor. Like I don't where to where to even start with this list. To be honest, that's right. It's you so just mentioned things. the sushi because that was sushi. the that was the headline grabbing thing. Is yeah. that it's that the at this at Donda Academy, the only thing they serve for for lunch is sushi. You cannot bring outside food. You can bring water. Mm-hmm. But it's sushi, and evidently, it's a the, the school has a sushi budget of ten thousand dollars per week, which mm-hmm. at least it's that means it's probably decent sushi. I'm thinking like you know, Simi Valley is out there near Calabasas. Maybe it's like from Shibuya. Which the Kardashians go to Shibuya. Maybe it's from there. Mm-hmm. Probably or not. Sugarfish. Probably or... sugarfish. Perhaps. Probably not. Um, but you know, God, even if it were something as generic as chicken nuggets. To have that be the only option every day is insane. But to make these kids eat sushi. And this this school is pre-K through 12. So you're talking about very young children all the way through 18. Yeah. It's insane. I I mean, I didn't start eating sushi till I was like 20. Yeah. (laughs) Like, honestly, it's like, come on. And even I did the, the, you know, the the baby steps. If you start with like the California roll, which isn't really raw fish. Um, exactly. but yeah, I mean, I love sushi now. Same. I did not like it. You know, it's, it's and then, it's again, just, it's so, um, depending on what it is, Jeremy Piven style, he's like, are you giving the kids mercury, mercury poisoning? poisoning? Yeah. yeah. Like you're not allowed to eat it. You're not supposed to be eating it all the time. I mean, mm-hmm. and like, look, even people in Japan eat cooked food and cooked fish too. Like, you know, it's like they're yeah, not eating like, sushi for every meal. Are, like, are we, I'd like more details. Are, is it just sashimi or is there rice involved? What are we doing here? Like, is there, is it rolls? I need, I need more details. I wonder I if, if it's come like, out in this lawsuit. Is there going to be, is it like a buffet? Like different, all kinds. They get a little box, like a bento box. That's what I'm thinking. They probably a good bento box, but but a bento box of only. But at the same time, this is what I go. This is again why it's a cult because if you Mm -hmm. you make people only eat a certain thing, and it's like it's like a form of brainwashing too. Like, and if you kind of like deprive people of, you know, even though it's just lunch. It's it's a way of deprivation of depriving them of what they need yeah. or what they want because also these these are growing kids they probably need more calories and they need different they have different different nutritional requirements where even if they do eat sushi and they like sushi eating it five times a week for lunch is not appropriate like it's just oh. not it's just not you know yeah. on top of also which we heard already making them wear all black. All know. black and no jewelry. Staff no jewelry. and because, students. Because evidently Kanye doesn't like jewelry, which I think is funny. The oh, the but, all, what? The, I think you're about to say it, that he doesn't like stairs too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, yeah. Wait. There, there are no. Yeah. Where where yeah. like I said, where to even start? But he's afraid back, of stairs. He's yes. afraid of stairs, so there are no classrooms on the second floor. That's the hilarious part. Why all get the a two story building then? Not, 
Yeah, or an elevator. Has he? Does he not familiar with elevators? And I've seen he, photos of his homes. His homes are more than one story. How is he getting to the, to the upper level? Yeah, and the other thing too is he's not a teacher. I don't nope. think he's like a hands-on head headmaster. Why does it matter if he does? If he's afraid of stairs, Again, which by the it's way, like, it's cult-like because they like they. They impose their will from afar, and I guarantee mm-hmm. you, he probably would do impromptu like come bys and to check yeah. and to mm-hmm. make sure. So it's this whole thing of like fear of like not knowing, always being on edge. Is he going to yeah. come today? Is he not going to come today? And that's that's probably what he would do. So it's like, yeah, we can't we can't even try. You know, what if we got a secret shopper in here? What if it's actually Kanye? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. What other fun things? No coloring, right? No, no there's there's no, no there's no puzzles or coloring sheets, which again, because this is pre-K starting, I feel like coloring things are pretty important like up until like the second or third grade, probably. <laughs> the also, outfits the, the the oh sorry, the, the uniforms thing is the all black is fun, not funny, but yeah, all black. They cannot wear it. no Nike or Adidas allowed, which probably the Adidas is more recent. Um, but the thing is, the when the school first came to be, if you like, it first hit the news like in the last few years, there were rumors that the school, the children were Balenciaga uniforms. Mm-hmm. This lawsuit makes it sound like they're wearing their own clothes, but it has to be all black. Um, I'm assuming maybe. the Balenci- the Balenciaga uniforms are no longer. I'm. Assuming. I was going to say maybe that maybe that um sponsorship drops well speaking of that sponsorship dropping i mean apparently while one of the teachers says that they weren't exposed to anything or the children aren't exposed to anything anti-semitic or politically charged she said that they and i'm reading from the la times in quotes they definitely wanted to suppress a lot of information in reference to history. They didn't want the kids to really know about African-American history or Asian-American history. And the Holocaust was also omitted from the curriculum. Shocking. I find all of that interesting. I mean, I think, I guess because of the Connie's going stuff, to move said, to Florida by the time this lawsuit. Right. But the fact yeah. that, like, he's omitting African-American history, too? Yeah. Well, the according to the lawsuit, I mean, the, the the lawsuit was filed by two teachers, so they're yeah. they know the like. There's no curriculum at all. They said mm-hmm. that there's no there's no lesson plans. There's no discipline. So like bullying yeah. and fighting is constant, and there's nothing they can do about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said this is the sad part. They said essentially every student there is two years behind where they should be at their age. Like every student is two years behind. That's insane. It's yes. and and on. Top of it, they lock the students in. The school is locked from the outside from beginning of the day till the end of the day. There's no outdoor recess. They locked in the school. And again, again, this is an unaccredited school. Like it's not even a real school. Why are this parents? Feels very, why are parents um, taking sending their kids there? This feels very David Koresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very doomsday. Yeah, this, this is the kind of thing that ends yeah, very yeah. badly on the news. Yeah. 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 Like, like no you, wonder you, you, Kim you, won't send her own kids there. And it's it's close. Kids with him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just I some mean, of the other things, like you, you, like you mentioned the the like classrooms have desks, tables, but no chairs. You can sit on the floor or you can stand. Which you know, standing desks are kind of all the rage, but not for kids. 
Mm-hmm. But but even if you have a standing desk, you usually have a chair yes, because a yep. lot of people have standing desks that rise and lower because that's what you do. Mm-hmm. Like because you sit down for, for a flexibility. Bit yeah, yeah. I, it's just. I mean, and the, how much are these parents paying again? Like, per I think season? it's like fifteen a year. Yeah, five, like there's a lot year. of scholarships, but even then, this is not worth going to for free. No. Not even close to going. What if going this is his like downfall? There has to be some kind of. Is this abuse. his like tax evasion? Is Al Capone tax evasion? Like, oh well, I was thinking like child abuse at this point or endangerment. I don't know. It could. I could mean, be. charter schools get so much leeway. Charter schools, private schools, but the fact that this is unaccredited, and I don't know how these how the school, the private school accreditation and charter school system completely works. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to expound on that because I'm not, I'm not an expert or know too much about it. The only thing it just, it seems that it's so fast and loose, no matter what state you're in, to be honest with you, it seems very unregulated period. But I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But, but this, but this seems to be an exception. Like this seems to be like the pendulum swinging really far one way being like, this is wrong. What's going on? I wonder if the rooms are all... I keep picturing the interior of his house with Kim. The yeah. one in Hidden and Hills, which was just... You know, it was completely beige. There were like... Yeah. Well, they, they, this lawsuit said without no color. artwork. They said there's no artwork yeah. on any walls, which is very Kanye. Home, yeah, his home. And like, I don't think the school was built for it. Mean What I mean is, okay, that house was designed... For all that beige, it's very high end. I'm picturing just fluorescent lighting and converted oh, office look, look space, at, and the kids are eating off the. Little, you look at the exterior of that building. Floor. That is a building that used to be office space. That is not yeah. a school. You do not look at that and think school. You think of that and think you know. Look at oh, that, that's a doctor's office from the outside. Yeah. It's and they just moved to like Chatsworth, I guess, or something even closer. More reason for me to have a child. <laughs> Lord help us. Exactly. You need stepchildren, Jordan. That's what I feel like that you need. Yeah. I, th- I agree. <laughs> I was not say grandchildren. I'd be well, godchildren. The stepchildren maybe? will give you grandchildren. <laughs> well, you do have a godchild now, Phoenix. Yeah. You're, That's kind yeah. of my. Isn't that my? I do. Well, I have real nieces and nephews. Yes. Brandon and Kayla. But shout out. But. Oh yeah, no, they're they're playing. There's Phoenix. There's oh, I met. Oh, that's right. I didn't say circling back. It wasn't just Kathy. I mean, Kim was there. Uh, Tessa, who's uh, Baron. Oh, that's uh, Tessa Hilton. That's uh, Baron's wife slash Paris and Nikki's sister-in-law, and Milu, Milu, who's uh, Baron and Tessa's toddler, and uh, Kathy's toddler granddaughter. So. Look, just around Mishbuka, we're all just one big happy family. <laughs> it was a it was pre-Easter celebration. Yeah. Oh my God, I technically spent Passover with the Hiltons. <gasps> there you go. There yeah. you go. Wow. Make sure you. Mark I made the it to the Promised Land. I made it. <laughs> they let my people go. And then they let your people in. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, I, I crossed the desert for 36 years, wandered the desert of the valley for 36 years, and I finally made it into. Look. You, you beat Moses. 
Look at that. Take that, Moses. Only yeah. took you 36 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not 40. Um, yeah. Well, you know, Kanye's not the only one with uh, mental issues mm, this week. That's true. And me, besides myself. Um, Amanda Bynes. Yep. We have a story about her this week. Who wants to <laughs> Yeah, she, she, Amanda's, uh, since last we spoke of her, what, two weeks ago, she is still in, um, at the hospital. But but uh, she's it's been extended several weeks. Uh, but it, the good news, at least for fans of her, at like like me and like us, um, she's there voluntarily. Like she's no since she's no longer under conservatorship, she can actually leave whenever she wants and she chooses to be there. So that's mm-hmm. a good sign. That's always a good sign. But the yeah. but that does the, the the that leaves a lot of questions because um, she's been tweeting again. Um, from the the phantom account we discussed before uh it's uh well you even if you try to look it up i don't think it shows up like i tried to, i couldn't find her tweets so i even though i follow her i told you i was i was included before she locked it she has like 26000 followers it's and then like it's locked a, the the account the handle of the is at persian la27 yeah but i think if yeah. you even look for that it won't pop up it's weird. Oh, well, yeah. Um, yeah, the na- it goes under Ashley Banks, which yeah. I love, like Fresh Prince. And I'm um, like, even page six, I was Googling because we have a mystery going on with this account this mm-hmm. week. A very, per- it's personal, which is exciting. But um, even page six is written about it. Like, this is allegedly her ghost account that she uses because her official Amanda Bynes account was supposedly like being run in her conservator, you know, things were being yeah. put out that made her to cover up to make her sound like everything's normal. And then she would hop on this account and be like, guys, help me. I need, that's not me. And, and there's allegedly enough, there's enough. She posts enough photo. Like that's how I, I've, I'm nearly hundred percent sure it is her because she mm-hmm. posts these photos and they're random photos. They're not just like, like something that somebody could find online. Like they're just mm-hmm. weird spur of the moment selfies, like out of focus and out of like, like it's like almost like photos, like she didn't really mean to take the selfie, but it's clearly almost like a proof of life. Like she might like mm-hmm. holding up a newspaper. Um, that's why I'm, and, and the things she tweets are, they're, they're, some of them are insane. Most of them are insane, but some of them are also very serious. And like she, she actually, the, so the, the reason this came up is she, after not tweeting for a while because she was going through all this, uh, it was like three or four days ago last week, she just started going on like a tweet storm over like one day. And it was like, I got screenshots of them because I was like, there's a good chance these are not going to be here for long. And mm-hmm. it turns out she deleted them all. And it was just like a stream of consciousness, consciousness over an hour. It was actually over an hour. There were about nine tweets over an hour where she went from needing help, saying that she had no had nobody out there looking out for her because it was her birthday. Now I didn't actually look up if it was actually her birthday. Yeah. Uh, I, that seems like that could have been an easy thing to look up. But mm-hmm. she did address the um, uh, last week or two April or three. Third. Three weeks ago. Okay, so yeah, so that was would have in fact been her birthday. But she did address her breakdown a few weeks ago when she was found downtown completely naked flagging down a car. This is what the tweet she had addressing it was said. 
In January, after finally agreeing to do the 90s con, I got rid of the extra baggage. Paul, that's her ex-fiance, put my... I got rid of the extra baggage, her being the extra, him being the extra baggage, put myself on a strict diet and dedicated to an extreme workout regimen because I wanted to look beautiful for the convention. I needed to look perfect. I did this to myself and I have nobody to blame but myself. Regrettably, I did take myself off just one of my medications in January, which was just one medication because I was taking two for the same condition. So why take the one with the horrible side effects? So see, something like that seems like her why would that seems like a very odd thing for just a random imitator just be like i'm just gonna i'm just gonna tweet that Mm -hmm. and and then well sorry oh i was gonna say well then there's what she had to say about some people yeah then then she took a turn and she uh she did not address by name but she's addressed uh she keeps referring to as the quote-unquote him in her tweets and she's referred to him enough before that we know who it is it, it's not alleged who it is who she's talking about because it's she's no no we should before. say allegedly for her. well and she well the things she, she 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 calls him the creator which also oh shit what's her name uh, Jeanette McCurdy called him the creator yeah. in her book. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're talking about the the famous Nickelodeon producer. Yeah, of uh, who ran. D- yeah, Dan, I, I mean Dan that's the they're, they're Dan, Schneider, Dan Schneider. Yeah, the, his, the things they the things they allege of him are alleged, but they are. Yeah. We, it is not alleged that they're talking about she when she She's refers to pretty she, pointedly referring to him. When she, in this tweet, when she says the creator, and creators in quotes, of many things, the creator of diseases, forced abortions, and million-dollar settlements, anyone who actually knows him and his family know all of the judges, lawyers, DA, and corrupt police that are in his immediate family. Again, this is her saying it, not us. He has literally gotten away with murder. And yes, she's referring to Dan Schneider, the former creator of... Just about every Nickelodeon show you've ever watched over the last twenty years, like uh, just to name, like he's done three with her. He's done all that. He created all that. Then he created the spinoff, the Amanda Show. Then he created the sitcom she did with Jenny Garth. What I like about you. So oh, basically, yeah. Andy um, Amanda worked for him for ten years, so she knows more more about him than most. But he also created uh, Zoe One Hundred One with Jamie Lynn Spears, and she's accused him of horrible things. Um, Allegedly, I mean, at the very, at the very mild end of things about that have been alleged about Dan Schneider, the very mildest is that he is, he has a horrible temper, and that he is verbally abusive to people mm. on set. That is the mild; those are the mildest allegations that I have heard regarding him. It- and these one are of the allegations other, yeah. again, yes. because I, we are, we do not want to be sued. These are the allegations that yeah. we have heard about him. Yeah, there we were other allegations. Yes, these yes, uh, there are other allegations of him like taking and distributing photos of the feet of the actresses on his shows, and it should be noted that. Um, like, okay, some of his other shows, iCarly, Victoria, Sam and Cat, two of those shows were Ariana Grande shows. I don't recall if I've ever heard her say anything publicly about it, or privately for that matter, that's leaked. But she did work on two of his shows. And it should be noted, Nickelodeon got rid of him. After all these mm-hmm. accusations came out back in 2018, they, 
Well, in 2018, they started investigating him, but they did cut ties with his, his company's called Schneider's Bakery, and they cut ties with him. And it's it's also really kind of complicated and tawdry and that um, his best friend is the CEO of Nickelodeon and Paramount Studios, Brian Robbins. So he's he you know again allegedly he's he can he he's been protected by people higher up. Yeah. Um, but but he no longer works for Nickelodeon. But yeah, he's been alleged of just horrible horrible things, and that's who Amanda was was hinting at with these tweets, implying, alleging. I don't even know the, whatever the legal term is we're broke so don't sue us but implying that he got was he implying was was this tweet implying we're trying to figure it out that he got amanda pregnant and the only the the reason that we can deduce that is because she's made that accusation before yeah more more directly like this was vague like calling him the creator and just saying him and saying yeah. that he's gotten away with murder. She has accused, I mean, there have been accusations about, I mean, alleged things about pregnancies and such with several of his stars. Um, again, all rumors, but but it nobody seems to have anything nice to say about him, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if, if uh, weird, weird note that um, if you're not familiar with him as a producer, used to be an actor as well. And he is um, one of my favorite movies of all time, Better Off Dead. He plays Ricky, the next-door neighbor. I think of him uh, from Head of the Class. And, and Head of the Class, which Brian Robbins, the CEO of Paramount, was also, they, they played Eric and Dennis. Exactly. Yep. That's why mm. they're best, that's where they became best friends. Mm. Um, so, yes, yeah, so you can put a face to that if you remember those two characters, or you could just Google them. Yeah. But he's a terrible, but... I'm not going mean, to say alleged. Well, well, it's alleged that he's a terrible human being, but it certainly sounds like he's a terrible human being. And, and just like I said, like the mild end of like just being verbally abusive to like your cast and crew. If that's true, it also kind of makes you think about Brian Robbins. If that's your best friend, because like they talk about yeah. the company that you keep, you know what I mean? Like you're just mm. not saying anything because I've never met the man, either yeah. one of them. I'm just it's saying, just, though. Well, I, we had to get to the bottom of it because Nate the other night she's Nate got in before she locked yeah. her account. I'm a, I'm a this, Persian Persian LA 37 yeah, hipster. I was I was in early. Yeah, it's at Persian LA 27, and um, it's the account that is rumored to be Amanda Bynes' ghost account. Well, he shared, so I can't see them. So Nate can. So he shared a few a few nights ago that she was desperate asking for help. She said no one talks to her. She needs a friend. So I took it upon myself to, to exploit the situation. Well, yeah, maybe she wants to explain herself on a podcast. But um, no, uh, so I reached out and DM, but very nice. I was just like, you know, um, I sent like heart emojis and I was like, we're rooting for you, you know, like just because it was late at night and whatever. She sent back a heart and that was it. And it's like, okay, nice try. However, Friday afternoon, I received, she never, by the way, let me follow her or followed me back, but she went back to the, whoever this is, went back to the DM and started messaging me at 3 PM. Hi, dear. She was hitting me up for money. 
Mm-hmm. Hi, dear. I'm sorry. I know that this is weird. I don't know you personally. I'm messaging you to see if you could help me. She was trying to raise $64 or else her phone would be turned off. She that, hadn't taken care, care that, of her that's, phone that's, bill before she left. That is a key for this, this account that's been going for, uh, for however long, however many years, is that every she doesn't tweet often, but what she does, it's these random tweets at all hours of the day about her asking for very specific amounts of money because she's stranded somewhere. She needs a ride. Yeah. Like you, you said, she, she said her phone was being turned off. It's always really like $63, $27. And over the years mm-hmm. I've been tempted to DM because I'm very curious, like in, in all honesty, if it's really her and she really needs help, I am a genuinely authentic Amanda Bynes fan. I would, I would very much like to help her. Um, if that were real, but I've always was hesitant to DM because I'm like, is this gonna this is gonna be a thing? If I DM her, being like, hey, what can I do? It's gonna turn into a thing, which yeah. clearly it happened. Oh yeah, because it progresses. And um, she's like, to be completely honest, I just don't have any friends. I'm scared that my only option is to reach out to my ex, which I've been forbidden to do. But I feel like literally I have no other choice at this point. And then she follows up five minutes later. Well, I have some of what I need now. I just need to raise the other $21. But if you can't, it's totally fine. And I, by the way, I saw these hours later because I don't follow her. She doesn't follow me. So I was in my box. I was like, wait, what? And then 10 minutes later, never mind. Can you delete these messages, please? You're like, nope, I'm going to talk about them on my podcast. I'm going to meme. I I cut them on the Canva and Instagram form just in case. Um, Yeah, I'm not deleting them. She asked me for money. This is transactional. Yeah. The the only thing that makes me think that, like, maybe somebody hacked her and that it's a scam Mm -hmm. is that the high deer, because I get so many you spam, especially Instagram messages and they'll start with hi dear, hi Mm -hmm. dear. And I'm always, that always just makes my guard go up. I'm like, hi dear. Like, but unless she could just be copying and pasting, but also that's what those scam things do too. So, and the other thing too, is if she's in a mental facility, I don't know what kind of access to her phone she really has. That, that is question. But again, like, because she, at this point is there voluntarily, maybe she does have a phone is my thinking. I don't know. Again, this, there's so many reasons why this account is bizarre. Like it's so many reasons, red flags that it's not her, but then there's so many things that it, probably is her so it's so, so confusing so if it is her i almost i like i should have i would have paid i was gonna i told you guys this like do you think if i offer her like 200 bucks it's like three months worth of cell phone bills for her as like if she'd come on the podcast always like, I mean, transactional I'll, well i mean i'm not putting yeah i mean her ubers you've told me she'll be like i need like 27 dollars. i'm down if you'll come on the podcast this isn't i mean yeah so i don't know we have to come up with a budget we're gonna scam the scammer as lisa rinna said don't hustle the hustler I'll, I'll, put, I'll pay her Phone, yeah, that sounds really bad. Honestly, I keep picturing Britney Spears and Sam Lutfi, so maybe I should. Yeah, you are, you, yeah. Maybe not back off, but maybe not lay out all my plans on a public platform and just do this quietly. 
Yeah. I think that ship has sailed. <laughs> I think that you are best $200 you're, ever you're, spent. Yeah, the, between the Hiltons and now this, you're crossing bridges and setting fire to them before you even get over to the other side. Oh my gosh, Angela Bassett, look at you burning yeah, down yeah, that BMW yeah, full of clothes. Except in this analogy, you're still in the car. You're, you're Angela <laughs> Bassett setting fire to the car, but you're still in it. Mm-hmm. At least he's well, smoking. You know, it's true. Yeah. yeah, she uses a mirror. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, I could send her. I could offer to send like a carton of cigarettes. I know she's in a mental facility. It's I know, like in prison, it's currency. Actually, not going to say personal experience, but they, um, wink, wink. They don't really allow you to smoke in mental facilities for the most part. So that sucks. I don't know, but whatever you need is a care package, Amanda. There you go. Okay, you Let turned it around. Know. You turned it around. Now you now you seem like you care. Yeah. All yeah. Right. I believe. Care it. about getting her on this? No. Um, God. <laughs> oh God! And now now everybody listening to this, if somewhere down the line we actually have Amanda Bynes on the podcast, fingers crossed, they're going to be like, "How on earth did Jordan do that? What what did he do to this poor woman to get her to be on the podcast?" Venmo. <laughs> Venmo. <laughs> I have Venmo. I have. Yeah, but that's another story for an. I don't even. <laughs> no. no. <clears throat> God, I'm coughing like I have the plague now. Karma's coming for me. It probably. is. It probably mm-hmm. came for me. Got me. <clears throat> Gosh. Well, you know. <laughs> speaking of Amanda Bynes, celebrities and medical care. On the different end of the scale, Ozempic is competition. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I saw this on... <laughs> basically, if, if you see somebody, get, a celebrity especially, get really skinny really quick and they're like, I'm not on Ozempic, that's because they're on Manjaro. Mm-hmm. That is what they are on because that yep. is apparently, that is Eli Lilly's answer to Ozempic. And it is as the Wall Street Journal calls it, the King Kong of weight loss drugs. Yeah. It's it's and, a little, it's a bit different from Ozempic and the, the way it like, which type of, what it does exactly. I mean, it does the same thing, but it's, it's, it's a bit different. It's not similitude or whatever. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, it, we should mention it is also a, di- a, a, a yes. something that's been yeah. approved for di- for diabetes type two, which at well, this point is the only thing it's been approved for. It well, has not fun- been approved for weight yet. The funny thing is, too, is that but two days before I saw this Wall Street Journal article, I saw an ad for it as I was watching Peacock. Because I mean, it's weird because I don't see as many ads anymore. You know what I mean? Because like mm-hmm. I, I a lot of the streaming services I do ad free, but Peacock and Hulu, I, I have ads on, and I saw an ad for it, and I go. I bet that's the new Ozempic. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I was like, how soon are they going to be touting that as Ozempic? And then I saw this. And yes, it's approved for diabetes. And then they have already, they basically, are, it's probably going to be cleared for weight loss by the end of this year, if not the beginning of next year. So they're the getting it, using it. Yeah. I know the first time I heard about it was back in November, December. I was at an event with, um, some like really rich people, but not famous, but like really, uh, really, yeah. And they were, um, they were talking about it cause they were on it, 
But I have to say, the guy who brought it up, he showed us pictures. He used to be really heavy. So his wasn't just vanity. Mm. He really was like... But then the others then chimed in and were like, we're on it too. And they were not diabetic before. But it is a thing. It's a thing. And I I feel like I texted you guys after because I, I didn't even know how to spell it. Yeah. I was like, it sounds like it's Ozempic-esque. But they were like, it's not Ozempic. And I couldn't remember the name. Like Ninjaro. But yeah, it's Manjaro. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a good... What's the other one? Wagovi? Yeah, Wagovi is basically Ozempic's. It's the brand name for the weight loss version of Ozempic. Okay. So it's the, the same manufacturer as Because we're, we're talking about how, like you said, with they might they'll say they're not on Ozempic. It's a technicality. They're on mm-hmm. something for it. It yeah. just goes by a different name, and they're latching onto that. And they that Eli Lilly claims that it's um, on average. Um, with Ozempic, I think they said, I forget the length of time, but patients lose on average about 17% body mass. It's it's over a, no, however many long. No, it's up to 22.5%. Well, no, that's the, the Munjara. I'm saying Ozempic. Oh, oh, was sl- oh, Ozempic yeah. is 17. Yeah. Munjara is, so it's get, you're getting an extra 5.2%, and it's basically the same price, the same unit price. Like yeah. if you want to get specific, it's per one-month injector pen for Ozempic is $950. This Munjara is um, ten thirty five. So it's uh, so basically for eighty five dollars more per month, you're getting a, allegedly five and a half percent more of results. You know that's yeah. obviously an average, but it, it and the getting back to you calling it the King Kong, that was actually a kind of a tongue in cheek reference because. Ozembic had been referred to as the gorilla of date, wa- yes. date, mm. uh, date I'm gonna say date rape drugs, oh <laughs> diet drugs, diet drugs, the gorilla of date yeah. rape drugs. Good lord! Um, it's yes, Ozembic was referred to as the gorilla of diet medications, which is why they use the King Kong for this to, to just be like it's so much better than Ozembic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's it it has all the same side effects. diarrhea vomiting nausea like (laughs) weight loss (laughs) this guy said it helped control the one and he like legitimately was way Mm -hmm. he was probably like pushing 300 before he had it now he looks totally normal he was telling me um i remember because it was a dinner and i refused dessert and i was explaining to him i'm like i can't do one bite i have if i have like one taste i'm gonna have like spend all night seeking out every form of sugar. And then he was like, it's how, I don't know if this is a real side effect or just something personal for him. He said, uh, it's helped him with that. He could have like a bite of cake and that's it. Like it makes him sick. I, I probably didn't want to, it was probably wasn't dinner conversation to hear those side effects, <laughs> but, um, yeah, he, he swore by it. He was like getting all these people around, like recommending it and stuff. I have like mixed feelings about it because I just, I don't feel like sometimes people should be using it for like small weight losses or something like that, Mm -hmm. you know, but then, but then at the same time, weight is, I have, I have like such anxiety around weight and food and things like that. And I, I set up certain things in my life. So it, it reduces my anxiety around food. Um, and, and it's, and, 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 you know, food and body issues 
especially, you know, when you're bigger and the times that I was bigger, like too, and you know, Jordan, you have, you know, we've all been there. We, we all three of us have been there. I was born. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. born thin. <laughs> you were born a thin life. child. And that's um, why you won't see a picture of me from before this past year. <laughs> but like, but it, I think you just sometimes, no matter how you get there, as long as you get there you know, to, into a body that you feel comfortable in, like, as long as you feel comfortable in your body, I think that's, what's important. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, if you, if you don't feel comfortable in your body, it's not healthy for you, then do it. But if you are healthy and you feel comfortable in your body and you know, you're, you're, you're technically 50, 75 pounds overweight, but you're fine with it, then stay there. You know what I mean? I'm kind of like with this, I'm like, do you boo? My only issue, I guess, is like, okay, then they need to make enough because if they're selling yeah. it to people who don't have type 2 diabetes or aren't, you know, technically obese, then they need to have enough for the, for the regular people who just want to lose like 20, 30 pounds, 15 pounds even. Like, yeah, like they should need, they need to up the production of that mm-hmm. and Adderall, which is another one that's low, um, but, I think, uh, but Adderall's like Adderall's more of a controlled substance, though. Yeah, but I mean, there there are supply issues right now. Yeah. And like even here, uh, my friends have had trouble. At like big pharmacies are like, you know. Point is, those two they should just make massive amounts, mm-hmm. sprinkle it in the water supply. But, um, Except for for Nate, he doesn't need anymore. God, <laughs> yeah. God, no. What's what's the op? What's is there like a reverse Ozempic, reverse Manjaro? <laughs> What is what is the what is the King Kong of weight gain drugs? <laughs> weight gain or five thousand? Weight, yeah, just a, I'm just just <laughs> eating protein powder. What's that? A calteen bar? Calteen from Mean Girls. <laughs> yep. From Mean Girls, calteen. Yes. I'll look into it. Yep. Yeah. Um, These so but Manjaro, yeah. it's coming. It's coming, people. But I think the biggest thing for our listeners, if people say they're not on Ozempic but you've seen them like lose quite a bit of weight and they're just like, no, it's just diet and exercise. And you're like, oh, I don't know. This happened pretty fast. They're on Manjaro. That's yeah. what it is. They're being, they're being technical. It's like, oh, I, I haven't had Botox. I've had Restylane, you know, or whatever. I don't know what the yeah. opposite of, or re- is that Restylane? I don't know. Maybe that's a filler. Whatever. Jude whatever is the other Botox, botulism. Right. But yeah. Ooh. One thing, I guess, before we go, because we tweeted it out this week. It's this mm-hmm. is House Rise related, a sneak peek. Since you guys are waiting for the real House Rise of Orange County trailer, and no one knows mm-hmm. when it's going to drop, because <laughs> Heather played yeah. a joke on everybody on April Fools. Tamara, Tamara did. <laughs> It's epic. Yeah, I know. I keep seeing everyday people tweeting that or on it, like, when is it coming? I don't know when it's coming. Um, however, I do have a little, we, we hinted at it on our PCP Twitter. Um, this season, it is going to be Tamara is coming for Heather Dubrow. They are going, you know, because they've always been friends or, or they've been friendly pretty consistently and it was always like Heather and you know there are all these issues Tamara is returning to earn her paycheck and snatch an orange back permanently and she's going for top dog on the show and that is Heather Dubrow Mm -hmm. 
and she's going to call her out as she's hinted here and there, but she's going to call her out on how she treats people, things like that. And um, the main thing is going to be, which trips me out. They're going on a cast trip to Mexico, which you'll see. And they bring back some, they bring back Vicky. She makes an appearance. Like it's going to be, um, yeah, I, I don't know what city, if it's in Puerto Vallarta or Cabo. I know Puerto. I mean, I hope I they go know. to Andales. I know. That's what, that's what I, my they instinct run into Vicky is to at say, They run into Vicky at Andales. <laughs> oh, I you just happen maybe, to have a mic pack on? That's great. <laughs> the fun bus is here. No, but Tamara confront, that was the big thing. Because people argue, Tamara confronts Heather Dubrow in a way no one has ever had the courage to on the show. Mm. She like demol like cusses her out style. I mean, like this is like in her face, and we've never seen a housewife that formidable do that to Heather before. Yes, we've had Kelly Dodd try it and Shannon try it, but those were when they were either drunk or maybe not mentally all there. It was easy for Heather to brush them off. Oh, she's crazy. Oh, get out of my house. I'm not talking to you. We're done. Yeah. Tamara is, Tamara invented the modern housewives game with the wine throw and Mm -hmm. the the strategy and the scheme. (laughs) And she, uh, Heather can't just dismiss her like that. I don't think Heather's ever been confronted in her life this way. Also, this is what I noticed about Tamara. If Tamara believes that she is right, she she goes down fighting. If mm-hmm. she thinks she might be wrong or has a regret about something that she says or does, she'll, she'll run. She literally <laughs> will run. We've seen it. Like even with the wine throw, like she was kind of like, I can't believe I did that, and she ran. And like yeah. in Mexico, that one time she got in that fight with like Lizzie and the other girls, and then she ran. And like there's other times that she's run. But but those were also kind of like more silly fights and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like the, the times where like she's really in it, she's like, no, like this is or like it, it doesn't care what she says or what she does. She'll go down yeah. fighting, and I can I can see that with Heather because I I'm glad that Heather came back. I'm glad that Tamara's coming back. She needed they both needed pauses. But mm-hmm. I think like again, like what we saw, especially last season, like Heather's just still trying to control everything and control her narrative. And and that's why Tamara was doing too before she left. And it's mm-hmm. you just gotta you gotta tell your story, but you gotta like chill the fuck out. Heather's just too controlling at times. Yeah. And I think that's what rubs the cast the wrong way is because behind the scenes, um, you know, she doesn't treat the... Oh, from what I hear, she's not... And I mean, it's been said before, so I could say that too. From what I hear from direct on the show, she doesn't treat the crew well. She doesn't really treat her cast members that well off camera. I mean, I so... It's true. I mean... I'm just reading the, it's all diamonds, not all diamonds and rosé. And I was just like, yeah, this is, she's, she's a pretty, pretty princess. Mm-hmm. You know, so, and yeah, she, she thinks that she's above the level of these women. And I'm yeah. just like, well, honey, you signed up for this show. It has given you the, the television career that you never had acting wise, which is hard as a failed actress myself, like <laughs> it's hard to like admit things like that. But at the same time, like 
it's given you the fame and she that returned. you always wanted. Yeah. And she returned. So you, she came back for seconds. Yeah, you wanted this. So stop acting like you're above it. Stop acting mm-hmm. like you can you can act like the hoity toity one, but it's when she starts acting like she's above it that I just kind of get uh but then there's other parts of her that I really like. Like Oh, I I love what she brings to Housewives. It's not like I'm like, I can't wait to see Heather get her turn. No, I'm just like, I still want her on the show. I'm just, I'm fat. This is a clash of the Titans. This is Mm -hmm. big. So I'm interested to see how it will play because I appreciate, I'm not a huge Tamara fan, but I do, I've always said I think she's a very good housewife. Like, Mm -hmm. as an, like Tom Brady is a very good athlete. She is a very good housewife. Heather Dubrow, you know, I love that kind of lifestyle. And maybe I'll, I don't need to sneak into her house. As of this week, I've been to better. No, no, I'm joking. I'm jo- but, you know, I love what I love when the housewife is like super. So, yeah, but I did check Instagram. Tamara does not follow Heather anymore, but Heather still follows Tamara. And, well, on that note, you should all follow us, though. So make there sure. There you go. That was good. Yeah. God, every week brings progress. So make sure you head on over to Instagram and TikTok, where you could follow us at Pretty Corrupt Podcast. Um, we're at Twitter, at Pretty Corrupt One. And those all kind of flow together. You might see a tweet that gets elaborated on. It's, it's a full, and then taken to TikTok, where you get a, like a live breakdown. Mm. So it's a whole, we're running a media network, yep. PCN. We're building it up. Hey, and catch the TikToks while you still can, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's If true. you enjoy TikTok, call your representatives. Mm-hmm. Demand that TikTok stay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, make sure to follow PCP and all of us, Stacey and Nate and me, uh, on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And most importantly, uh, rate, subs- I never got this right. No, you don't. Rate, subscribe, review, yeah. and follow yeah. Pretty Corrupt Podcast on your podcast platform of choice. Um, leave great comments or, yeah, no, Leave the comments great and share with your friends and enemies. Say what you want that will make them want listen. Mm -hmm. I don't care. We don't care what you say as long as they listen. It's the truth. Well, on that sad note, who wants to say goodbye? Hippity hoppity. Uh, Bye bye.